Hello, and welcome to I Have a Lot of Friends with Brolin Devine. I'm your host, Brolin Devine. This week with me on the show is my friend, Dylan Court. Hey, it's it's me, Dylan Court. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> microphones is broken so we're just using one microphone for both of us you're going to hear a lot of uh, background noises uh slurping of coffee drumming on the table the my hands rubbing against the thighs of my pants dylan <laughs> fingering himself <laughs> i've uh, recently uh Return to Canada. I haven't done one since I've been in Canada. Oh, nice. The yeah. return. The return episode. The homecoming. Fuck. And uh, I'm back living at my parents' house mm-hmm. in Aurelia, trying to save money. I've gotten married since the last episode I recorded. <laughs> sort of married. We can talk more about Congratulations. that Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um, big step. Yeah. Lots of complications there to talk about. <laughs> So we've got lots I can talk about with you. Yeah. Where do you want to start, Dylan? Well, you were just talking a lot about how you got married. Maybe we just uh, start Talk there. about our relationship? Yeah, how we didn't get married. We didn't get married. But uh, we, we, we know each other. We're friends. Fr- friends of friends. Distant acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Dylan uh, is in uh, my sister's grade. Is it weird when you're an adult to still talk about it? <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I don't think you can say... I, I'm not in any grade yeah. now. It's weird to, to talk about somebody being in a grade. Yeah, yeah. Marlowe. But I meant more like you're both 10s. 10 out of out of 10? Yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah, cool, eh? We're, again, same as the episode with my sister, recording in my childhood bedroom. It doesn't look the exact same as it did then. I was trying to remember if I've... There's a lot more kids' toys in it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember if I've ever really been in this room, and I think um, it was only when there was, like, parties going on here, and I would come up here and steal people's beer. <laughs> I think that's, like, the one time. In here? Yeah, I remember someone was, like, hiding a case of beer upstairs, and someone, like, hinted to me that there was a bunch of beer upstairs. <laughs> I just man. came up and stole it. Hey, man, there's a bunch of warm beer there's upstairs. There's a bunch of... <laughs> in the yeah, hottest room in the house. Warm Coors Lights uh, upstairs. Feel free to help yourself. <laughs> I was like, right on. <laughs> Whoever told me it wasn't their beer either, they were just like, someone else told me about this beer. I had someone else. There's a legend of some beer upstairs, some yeah. hot beer. <laughs> Unless it's like somebody that I really hate, and then I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll talk some shit. Yeah. Like who? Example. Um, who can we talk shit about and not feel guilty about it at all? Allison Ford. Allison, Allison Ford. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to talk about that either. For those of you at home, that's Dylan's GF. That's my, my girlfriend. His partner. Partner and neighbor. Do you like the word partner or hate the word partner or have no opinion about the word partner? I don't really have much of an opinion about it. I, I, I have no problem just saying girlfriend. Yeah, but when somebody else says partner, are you like, hey, is that person gay? And I don't. It's, know. it's hard. Yeah, it's like. It's like, that's your first thought when you hear someone say partner, you're like, you're like, oh, you're gay. And then you're like, oh, wait, 
No, you're not. You're just saying partner. I, yeah, I find it used to be my first thought, but less and less. It, it, it's my first thought because less and less it, it necessarily means that. Mm-hmm. I always had a problem with the word partner until I recently got married. And I hate saying wife. Like, I don't hate yeah. it. Sometimes I do. But I say partner a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know why. That. Wife and husband feel old-fashioned to me. And kind of... Uh, I'm not saying... Like, if, if somebody likes saying that, it's fine. But for me, I feel, like, tacky saying it. Yeah. How to start. So, Brolin. Yeah. Uh, you got married when you were living abroad. Yeah. What's what's this lovely lady's name? To to the uh, untrained eye, it's uh, Sophie. S O P H Y is how you spell it. But she's Cambodian, and in Cambodia, they don't have a soft ph. Oh. So in reality, her name is pronounced Sophie. I thought it was gonna be Sapai. Sapai. No. <laughs> very <laughs> very borderline racist. <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's uh, Sophie. Uh. I worked in Australia at a Costco with uh, many Cambodian people. Became friends with one of them, and she introduced me to her niece. She showed me a picture of her niece one time. She's like, "Oh, she introduced you to my niece. She's really pretty." And she showed me a picture of her, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll talk." <laughs> and to that usually, girl. when people do that, it's not not so much. And so we chatted on Facebook, and it wasn't anything because, like, in the beginning, her her English communication wasn't uh, wasn't very good. Mm. Um, but- how, how would you say it was better than your? Cambodian? <laughs> I would 100% say Nice, that. nice. So she's got one up on you. Yeah, but, 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 that being said, the more we talked and the more confident she became in speaking English, she got way better at it. So I think she knew, like, a bunch of English theoretically. Yeah. She just never had to put it into practice. I mean, long story short, we talked uh, until my visa was up in Australia, and I was like, on the way home, I'm like, I'm going to fly to Cambodia for a few months and visit this girl. Because we've been talking a while. And then I got there, and it was sort of the same thing again. Like, when I first got there, I hadn't committed to anything yet. Mm-hmm. You know, not even a relationship. When I first got there, we were staying in the same two-bedroom apartment. Her mama insisted that we get a two-bedroom apartment so that we stay in separate rooms. Mm. But we never once slept in separate rooms. No. <laughs> Take uh, that. But, but Take that, mother-in-law. But over there, the culture is very conservative. Yeah. Like, the fact that we were even staying in the same place would be, like, a real big no-no overall in the culture. But, you know, so that was pretty progressive of her mom in the first place. But, yeah, we stayed in the same room, obviously. And then so the relationship got stronger and stronger. In the beginning, it was, like, still a little tricky communicating, but the more you spend time with somebody, the easier it comes to communicate. And so, um, yeah, we, uh, you know... Don't make me say it. <laughs> we fell in love. You fell in love. <laughs> oh my god. It's just like a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks type of movie. But I still wasn't necessarily going to get married after like a month of being there. That wasn't your first thought? No. And then her mom at the end of the month was like, had some pressure put on her by her mother, Sophie's grandmother. So then she said Sophie couldn't stay with me anymore. Oh. And so... She knew what was going on. She said we were wasting time and that we seemed like more th- more just friends. And so she had to leave. And then on top of that, she had uh, she had a guy that she said uh, would be good for uh, Sophie to marry. Oh. Like an arranged marriage kind of thing. Bummer. Bummer. And so, like, nobody ever put any pressure on me. That's, like, the main thing I like to get across when I tell this story. Nobody ever put any pressure on me. Uh, Sophie didn't... She made it sound like, yeah, like... She, she she made it sound very matter-of-fact. Like, yeah, I could get married to this guy. That would be fine. It is what it is, you know? And I went uh, on my own, like, little trip to Thailand for a week because I had to leave the country and come back in to extend my visa. And so I had some time to myself uh, to uh, think about it. I didn't leave the hostel much because I had a serious case of diarrhea while I was there. Nice. <laughs> 
I literally, like, a friend of mine that, that lives in Thailand was uh, about three blocks from uh, the hostel and had about 45 minutes uh, in between work and catching the train to, uh, like, uh, some class she had to go to. So I went to meet up with her. I stood there for about five minutes and then said, all of a sudden, like, I have to go. Because <laughs> I just, like, had to poop so bad. Um, but so I was in Thailand and I had some time to think about it. It sort of felt like uh, I, what I would uh, equate to um, Netflix or Spotify, like trial subscription, where you get like 30 days trial and then they take it away from you. And you're like, damn. Damn, I, I miss, you know. I, I need that back. Yeah. Oh, I miss cute. my uh, Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I went back and I said, yeah, okay, let's do this. Nice. Yeah. Full commit. Yeah. We were in a relationship and I was happy with it and I wanted to see, I wanted to continue in that relationship and still do right now. Um, so we got married in a Buddhist wedding ceremony. Oh man, it was beautiful. The photos, I, I, I just said that like I was there, but I was not there. I witnessed these photos via Facebook. Yeah. And it truly looked awesome. It was pretty weird. and, and Not weird, but yeah, weird. It was well, weird. Yeah. Because I couldn't understand the language. Not weird for them, weird for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I got laughed at a lot during it. <laughs> Do I, is this what I'm doing now? Yeah. <laughs> just followed her lead. Yeah, and then we got married, and it was like fucking, you know, 45 degrees, and I'm wearing like three heavy layers of material. Yeah, it was like a silk turtleneck. <laughs> it, came, it came right up, and it was full, long sleeve. And then a jacket over Didn't top. Didn't that breathable, you know? No, it wasn't. It was not breathable at all. And then her mom's, like, got, like, napkins, and she's, like, dabbing sweat <laughs> off my head as, as the thing's going on. And I always, in the past, kind of assumed I would never get married. And I always thought if I did get married, I would feel this intense uh, sense of regret immediately after and mm. panic. But I didn't, and that was surprising to me. And I still don't, to this day, regret it. I'm so happy about the decision. It's annoying because we're not officially married yet. Right. According to Buddha, we're married, but according yeah. to the, any government body, we're not. Well, what what laws are more important? <laughs> <laughs> Legal laws made by man or Buddhist law? I think the legal ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to. I was trying to set you up for the other way, but so it just makes it more complicated for trying to get her over to Canada because mm -hmm. we're not like legally married. In Cambodia, they make it so fucking hard to, like, marry anybody. Like, I think it's more hard for a man to marry a Cambodian woman. Right. You need to get all these documents. There's two documents I just could not get without coming back to Canada. And you have to spend three months there, basically, to finish it all. Wow. So it's all, like, a long process. I'm sure I'll see her again in one to two years. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. But in the meantime, I've got you. You got me, yeah. <laughs> and and my girlfriend. And your girlfriend, yeah. yeah. You made it weird. <laughs> Did I? Did I mentioning Allison? Yeah. Anyways, now that I got all that boring stuff out of the way. Well, it's it's wild. It's a wild thing, but good for you. Hey, thank That's you. That's awesome. Enough about me. Enough about you. Let's talk about you. Uh, Dylan Court, okay. famous artist. Of <laughs> I was born March 16th, 1988. March 16th? Really? That's right. That's Darren's birthday. My friend Darren Menezes. No, that's my birthday. Darren Menezes stole your birthday. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Kill him. Where Kill is he? Kill him. Are you talking about Darren from... Jimmy Boys. Uh, from formerly... Filming, filming Darren when he doesn't know he's being filmed. Oh my God. <laughs> or the making of filming Darren <laughs> when he doesn't know he's, Darren is being filmed. Oh my God. Classic videos. That's the Darren I'm talking about. If you about. don't know what I'm talking about, listeners... 
turn this off immediately and go and find that video. It's great. You should be able to find it. It's on hilarious. It's hilarious for the time. I should go back and rewatch it. Cause... For a bunch of boys who didn't know much about using a camera or editing video. <laughs> yeah. I really love in the making of when you guys are all getting interviewed and you're all smoking and you're like clearly not smokers. And <laughs> you're just like... <laughs> Darren was. Yeah, he was pretty... Time. I think he wasn't smoking, but you and Jimmy were. I can't remember, was he? I think he was. And you guys were just like fake smoking. Yeah. Like I, I, My smoking looked okay. No. Jimmy's didn't. <laughs> Jimmy was like... <laughs> <laughs> And he was getting like he was like taking a million puffs, so he, and he was holding it like with all four <laughs> fingers and his thumb, and he was like getting lightheaded, like, like a kid holds a crayon, just like yeah. his whole fist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's fisting that cigarette. Yeah, what a sexy boy. Jimmy moved out to East. He doesn't live in in this area anymore. I learned that listening to one of your podcasts. Really? Yeah, you guys were talking about it. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking about. It. I forget who you were talking about it with, but you were saying... Maybe Kim. That it was... Uh, that you guys still call it the Jimmy Boys, even though he's he's gone. He could come back at any time. He could. He could. Is that likely? No, he'll never. <laughs> no, he'll never. He's gone forever. You guys could all go there. He opened up a cider uh, place in... Um, like, he brews cider now. Cool. In Nova Scotia. So that's definitely... It's definitely better to go out there. Yeah. Free cider. I don't think he'd give it to me for free. Why not? I think, what, what did he tell me? I think he told me he'd give me a, a 5% discount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's not that good. <laughs> I feel like any customer, if they were like, hey, how about you give me 5% off on that? He'd probably just be like, yeah. Cool. Okay, sure. If you asked. Whatever. So, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they tip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> it's, it's so hot in here. I, I'm feeling it. You're feeling hot? I'm feeling a little warm. Okay, I'm gonna crack the window. Sweat through my pussy face t-shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack the window. Alright. Um, because we aren't getting enough background noise in here. I think <laughs> yeah, we need more. We need some more, some street noise. Oh, nice. That's what I was missing. Oh yeah. If it gets too cold, let me know. Oh, yeah, good, there's cars in the background. That's okay, man. Oh, there's a snowblower. <laughs> there's a snowblower. <laughs> it's okay, man. You ever, like, uh, listen to, like, those NPR podcasts when they're out in the field? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. Oh, now my feet are cold. <laughs> you really opened that window all the way. <laughs> okay. So Dylan uh, is an artist. Uh, yes. I'm a painter you are yeah you'd call yourself a painter yeah i kind of uh, whenever i say artist i it's like feels a little weird you know i hear you there's a lot of stuff that comes with that when you say i'm an artist people are like oh this guy's a dick this guy's a dick yeah <laughs> i hear you i hear you i've never had an easy time claiming to be anything when i did comedy a lot i never felt comfortable saying i'm a comedian yeah when i uh climbed like three days a week for two years i never felt comfortable saying I'm a climber yeah I know yeah I know what you mean it's like because it's like I don't feel comfortable saying that I'm an artist because it's not like that's not my profession you know like I'm not doing that for a living it's like just something I yeah I do that's Sem- true semi semi successfully that's true that's totally it like I, I I would say like if I was getting paid I would feel more comfortable saying I'm mm-hmm. a comedian or something but I'm not getting paid got paid maybe twice in my life for it you could man that was you're, you're a funny guy hey thank you but your art's really good and you've sold some <laughs> oh, so. thank you 
Yeah, when I uh, when I do it, it goes pretty well. You so, um, you've sold some, so technically, so technically, at, you're at, a douche, douchey artist. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, do you feel comfortable saying you're a snowboarder? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable saying you're a skater? Yeah, skater. Or I don't really, I don't know about that word, skater. Skater boy. It's got a lot. Of, yeah, skateboarder. Yeah, you prefer that? Either one. You shred? Either one. Yeah, I fucking shred it, you know? I like grind. And I flip I kick. Kick flips. Bolly, and, uh, do inverted, wheelies. 360, uh, fakie. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. If you do a 360 on a, a bank or a, a quarter pipe, you land fakie. Oh, you lost me. So you... Sophie one time came home from her shop with this uh, little baby boy <laughs> and told her mom somebody dropped it off that couldn't take care of it. So her mom adopted it. How noble. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And raised uh, him as her own son. And and then later, I didn't know this, but found out Soapy had an older sister that had run away from home with a boy and apparently had had twins and couldn't take care of both. So she gave one of them to Soapy and Soapy went home to her mom and lied and said a stranger had dropped a boy off. So her mom adopted it. The sister came home and we found out that Soapy had lied and that, that was actually the mother's actual grandson. Wow. Soapy's nephew. Who was a twin of another child. Yeah. That's amazing. And then the little, so then they all came home. Everybody was very happy. There was no yeah. like anger or anything. And the, the little girl's there around now too and she's very cute. I call him King Kong. That's my name for him. Because nice. uh, he's a very uh, chubby little boy. <laughs> he's cute. And also... He looks like a gorilla. But also his name is um, Kim Hong. Oh, yeah. That's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> I sort of just continue the way it is. Soapy still always calls him her brother, and he still calls Soapy's mom, mom. And it seems complicated to me looking in, but to them it all feels very uncomplicated for them. So I guess whatever works for them. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how that'll affect him when he's older. I think about that sometimes. Yeah, it's like, this is my sister, also my aunt. But they're all still around and nobody, like, hides it necessarily. Mm -hmm. He's just a baby, so they don't, he doesn't understand what everybody's talking about. Okay, yeah, uh, so I dig it. paintings and drawings and under the pseudonym Bones, Bones, which is also just my nickname. Yeah, because you have them. I'm pretty sure, I don't, I don't know for sure, I've never seen an x-ray, but I'm pretty sure under the skin and muscle, you have bones. Uh, definitely. They hold, they sort of hold it all upright. You know what? <laughs> you do too. What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. But uh, a whole, like a lot of them too. It's not just like, ah, I got a couple of bones in this whole body here. It's like, you got a lot. God. A couple hundred. And I like to. And you like to, <laughs> to. <laughs> um, uh, what's your Instagram? Uh, it's bones.sucks. Like S-U-C-K-S? That's right. Instagram yeah. at bones. So if you want to, uh, you know, look look me up, check it out. All of the two people listening uh, will uh, <laughs> yeah, go on there and check that out. I like your stuff very much. And I think, like, I can be pretty objective. And it's not just because you're my friend. I've That's seen, good. I've seen, like, friends, other friend stuff that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I pretend to. Right. You gotta pretend to. You have to, yeah. Well, like people do with this podcast. Yeah, like how I just listened to a bunch of them the other day because, you know, you invited me to be on it. And I was like, well, fuck, oh, fuck, I guess God. I should listen to this piece of shit. I gotta see how this goes. I guess I should listen to this piece of shit podcast. And then you tried to call in sick. And then I went to your house and I picked you up. I actually, I, I, didn't, your... I tried to make myself sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what is the oldest thing in this fridge? And I was like, oh, look at this gross thing, and I ate it. You haven't timed it right. Now you're going to be really sick either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, maybe during this podcast <laughs> I will become very ill. Convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I like your art, and I like it not just not just as art, but as, like, comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, t- I do, yeah, I try to do some funny stuff. And I think it's, it's all really like, funny. It's witty. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, like, witty in a way I really appreciate where it's, like, not a lot of words, mm-hmm. but, like, hilarious. I don't know how to how, how to say what I'm saying. Like, I don't mean to, like, uh, embarrass you or make you uncomfortable. No, I... I okay. But, uh, I'm comfortable talking about it. Okay, cool. It, it's, like, little words that say a lot, which I always love, because that's not easy to do. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Uh, that's something I've learned, I think, from uh, my dad. My dad, Alcourt, is a songwriter, and he says, like, the most... The thing that people do wrong the most when they're writing a song is they put too many words in it. They over And that's the main things. thing, is that you just, like... Take out as many words as you can and still get your message across. The funny thing is, Dan Reader does that with his art, but in his songs, he says a lot of words. He says a lot, yeah. He's really, like, but fully but explaining he everything he's doing, yeah. I really only know that... I, I've definitely heard a lot of his songs, but the one I, I know the most is that uh, Food and Pussy. Oh, yeah, song. where he says very little words. But he, yeah. he's good. Dan Reader is good when he does say a lot of words. It's, he's still being very, like, simple about it. Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's more relatable. It's, like, I, I heard the other day that... Uh, Ernest Hemingway, uh, I think I heard it on, like, Norm Macdonald's show talking about it, but he, he was saying Ernest Hemingway, because he, Ernest Hemingway used a lot of, like, simple words and stuff, and mm-hmm. he talked about, like, F. Scott Fitzgerald and all the other authors of, of his time, he's like, he's like, I know all those words, but that's not how I speak, so I don't use those words when I write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not trying to impress anyone, he's just getting his ideas across. When I was in New Zealand, I went to this art show that was, like, the genre was, like, they called themselves skate art. Yeah, that's a thing. But uh, I, I sort of felt like um, you fit in that genre. That's definitely, like, a, a lot of my influences are people that are skateboarders or, you know, do art for the... the in Within the skateboard world. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, a big ones like Ed Templeton, who was a pro skater. And oh, is, yeah. And Ed. is, like, a huge, like, no, fine artist. <laughs> I don't and know. You don't know? You no. should check him out. You, you, I think you would like it a lot. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's like a photographer. He kind of does a little bit of everything. And, and we both look at a lot of Porus Walker. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a skater because... Yeah, yeah, he's he's in that... He would be in that like skate art field for sure. He skates. I'm oh, sorry, skateboarder. Skate, skateboarder? Yeah, he does because I remember some of the older videos there'd be like skateboarding showing up more often. Yeah. Yeah, and his stuff's awesome. I've actually... Actually, in I think it was episode three or four with my friend Graham, um, we... Uh, talked about him because we were both just discovering at that time yeah yeah actually yeah you guys definitely brought that up we recommended him porous yeah. walker because his instagram is awesome but if he, you he, he don't used to be public. follow porous walker you should just throw your phone into a toilet into a toilet and then get it out and put in some rice yeah so because okay. you'll need that you'll need that for phone calls <laughs> yeah. yeah no so i showed a couple people at that art show that i went to your stuff and they loved it cool like, and they follow you now on uh, instagram and stuff. awesome that's that's amazing yeah so i'm out there in the trenches man yeah yeah great you have a celebrity sister. <laughs> yeah, I have a sister who's uh gets to be on the television quite often. My sister She's an athlete. My sister is a professional curler. That's right, curling. That weird sport. That's cool as hell. Curling's dope. What most people that call themselves skateboarders like are into. Like that's their thing. That's what they do. I know everything about it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't even know. Ask me about anything. It. What's Tony Hawk's son's name that's also a pro skateboarder oh yeah that's easy it's a it's a tommy eagle that's right that's so true he changed his last name (laughs) because he didn't want to be the same bird he needed to be a new bird of prey Mm -hmm. he needed a new board like bird on his on his board tommy eagle
the, the, the culture today, and I agree with it, is like, you know, believe the victim, listen to what the victim mm-hmm. has to say, mm-hmm. trust the victim, until it's somebody that people love. <laughs> like, it can be this, it can be one person who's like, I believe the victim, I believe the victim, and they're like, M- Michael Jackson touched me, it's like, no, no, that's not true. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was so normal. <laughs> he made good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, how do you feel about, like, there's people that have gotten in trouble, you know, say like, we'll just use um, Kevin Spacey. He did bad stuff. Do you feel guilty at all when you watch, like, a Kevin Spacey movie? This is hard for me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. For example, when I was a kid, I loved The Cosby Show. I cannot watch The Cosby Show now. And I'm not saying for anybody that this is how it goes, but for me personally, when I see him on there, it's all I'm thinking about. It's all I'm aware of. You know what I mean? Like, it's all I can think about when I see him on there. And the fact that it was going on at that time and stuff like that. That being said, Woody Allen, very creepy dude, married uh, his partner's adopted daughter when she became of age. I watch Woody Allen movies because I don't have to look at his face. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. actors. It's different actors. And stuff. What about the ones that he's in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I find it, it's... It's hard. It, it's hard to be like, oh, I can't watch that. It's like, it's hard. It's hard for me because those are great movies. You, you liked know? them before, like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I think you have to separate, you know, the real person from their but performances. But at the same their... time, you don't necessarily want to support them financially either, right? Yeah, true. Well... Yeah, music's a little different too, right? Because again, you're not like confronted with them as much as the people. I don't know. I, there's no right answer or clear answer anyway. But it is hard. Like, Louis C.K., I loved his stuff a lot. And his TV show, especially. Like, his comedy was great, but it, it never, like, got me as much as it got other people, I think. Mm-hmm. But but his TV show, I, I always really, really liked. And then, so when that thing came out that he was, like, pulling his penis out and masturbating in front of women and standing in front of the door, my first instinct was to be like, well, that's not so bad. He never laid hands on anybody or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, and that was my first instinct, which was incorrect. Right. It was the wrong instinct. Then saw it portrayed in a TV show. Um, not him, but somebody else using their power to cause somebody into like a room and then like masturbating in front of them oh, yeah. and just seeing it it was a uh, Tignataro show one mississippi um but to see it portrayed it was really fucking creepy and it would be really hard on somebody and that's kind of the thing like you can like paint a picture of what it looked like in your head to sort of sway your own opinion one way or the other but you weren't there and you don't know how creepy it was mm-hmm. and then when i saw it like laid out i was like oh yeah that was way that's creepier. horrible yeah it's disappointing and i think like instead of maybe focusing on should I still like this person or not? It's better to focus all your attention on the non-perverts who make stuff you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, There's yeah, a lot maybe of great... I'll, uh, just pay more attention to this person who seems like a solid human being. Yeah. There's a lot of more legit uh, content out there. Mm-hmm. Air. What's up, Doc? Who's that? Porky Pig. Thanks for coming, Dylan. Uh, anytime. Promise. Yeah. Big mistake, man. (laughs) (laughs) The next ten episodes. (laughs) All right. With Dylan Court. Bye. Bye. Goodbye for now. Take care, my sweet friend. I'll see you when we do, and I'll like that visit, too. Don't be a stranger or stay away long. got lots to talk about in time. Uh.